Welcome to Leading Lights. Please visit leadinglightsnetwork.com for more information and resources. I'm going to be sharing a message entitled New Wineskins. We're talking about this today because every single one of us are in a season of change. We're all experiencing rapid changes around us and we need to learn to be flexible. Particularly if we want to contain or host what God wants to do in our lives and through our lives as his people. We're going to read the parable of the new wineskins that Jesus taught in Luke chapter 5, verse 36 to 39. We're going to read it in two different versions of the Bible. First, the English Standard Version, and then the New Living Translation. Luke chapter 5, verse 36 to 39, in the English Standard Version of the Bible. He also told them a parable. No one tears a piece from a new garment and puts it on an old garment. If he does, he will tear the new, and the piece from the new will not match the old. And no one puts new wine into old wineskins. If he does, the new wine will burst the skins and it will be spilt, and the skins will be destroyed. But new wine must be put into fresh wineskins. And no one after drinking old wine desires new, for he says, the old is good. We're now going to read, Luke chapter 5, verse 36 to 39, in the New Living Translation. Then Jesus gave them this illustration. No one tears a piece of cloth from a new garment and uses it to patch an old garment. For then the new garment would be ruined, and the new patch wouldn't even match the old garment. And no one puts new wine into old wineskins, for the new wine would burst the wineskins, spilling the wine and ruining the skins. New wine must be stored in new wineskins. But no one who drinks the old wine seems to want the new. The old is just fine, they say. If we're going to contain the new wine, we need to be new wineskins. Now, the new wine can represent a few things in our lives. Firstly, it can represent the work of the Holy Spirit. Remember on the day of Pentecost in Acts chapter 2 verse 13, it was said when the Holy Spirit was first poured out, they are all filled with new wine. God wants us to experience so much more of his Holy Spirit. He wants us to experience the person, the power, and the presence of the Holy Spirit in our lives. And we need to be open to all that God wants to do in our lives. Like Ephesians chapter 5 verse 18 says, we should be being filled with the Holy Spirit. And I believe that the infilling the empowering 
of the Holy Spirit is not just intended to be a one-time experience, but something that we experience regularly as the Holy Spirit refills us. So that we become like Psalm 23 says, our cup is full to overflowing. And if we're full of the Holy Spirit, wherever we go, we'll dispense and deliver his love and his peace and his joy and his healing to a thirsty world all around us. The second thing that the new wine can represent is the new things that God wants to do in and through us. Listen to these two verses from Isaiah. They're Isaiah 42 verse 9, which says, Behold, the former things have come to pass, and new things I now declare. Before they spring forth, I will tell you of them. And Isaiah 43 verse 19 says, Behold, I'm doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? Now let's go back to the parable of the new wineskins that we read in Luke chapter 5 verse 36 to 39 and look at three things we can learn from this parable. First we see that being a Christian is becoming a brand new person. Jesus said in Luke chapter 5 verse 36, no one tears a piece of cloth from a new garment and uses it to patch up an old garment for then the new garment would be ruined and the new patch wouldn't even match the old garment. Now, what's he teaching us through this parable? Well, I believe he's telling us that we cannot just add him to our lives as we would a patch to a garment that has been damaged. We're not old lives that just put on a new patch of being a Christian. No, being a Christian is becoming a brand new person. It's being Born again, like Jesus said in John chapter 3, unless you are born again, you cannot enter the kingdom of God. Now, when we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, the Bible says we become a brand new person. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 17 puts it this way. If anyone is in Christ, they're a new creation. Christianity is not about self-improvement. It's not about us becoming better people. It's about denying ourselves and taking up our cross and following Jesus. Who here has been a Cub Scout or a Brownie? Now, a Cub Scout or Brownie, when they learn new skills or, and pass the test, they get a new badge, the cooking badge or the fire badge or whatever it might be. And we need to understand that Jesus is not just another badge that we put on our chest. He wants to be our Lord and our Savior. He wants us to become new people in Christ. The second thing we see in this parable is that we must stay pliable and not become rigid. Luke chapter 5 verse 37 to 38 says, And no one puts new wine into old wineskins. If he does, the new wine will burst the skins and it will become spilled, and the skins will be destroyed. Wine skins were goat skins sewn together to form watertight bags. Because the wine expands as it ages, the wine skins had to be pliable as a storage container for the wine. 
A used or old wineskin, having become rigid, would simply burst and spill and waste the wine. Now, we can compare the wineskins to two things. Uh, wineskins can represent our individual lives. We must keep our hearts pliable so that we can accept and respond to the Word of God and the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives. And I believe this means being humble, teachable, adaptable, and flexible. Let's not become set in our ways, that we're not open to God teaching us new things. Let us not become limited by our experience, that we end up resisting the new things that God wants to do in our lives. We're living in a time of, in history where, where being willing to adapt and learn is the key to continued growth and fruitfulness. My final thought, thought number three from this parable, is that we must not reject the new because we become attached to the old. Luke chapter 5 verse 39, Jesus said, No one who drinks the old wine seems to want the new wine. The old is just fine, they say. Or listen to how the New American Standard Version translates verse 39. And no one, after drinking the old, wishes for the new. For he says, the old is good enough. Let's not become stuck in our ways. We can look back at the old, our previous experiences, and all that we've learned in the past with gratitude and fondness. We can use those as stepping stones for the future. But let's not get stuck there. God has so much more prepared for us. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 9 says, No eye has seen, nor ear has heard, no heart of man has even imagined what God has prepared for those who love him. I believe that we are living in exciting days. You and I were born for such a time as this. You may ask, what are the new things that God has prepared for us? Well, I'll be honest with you, I'm not 100% sure. I have some sort of inkling. But I do know from Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10, that we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works that he has prepared in advance for us to do. How cool is that? God has made us unique for a unique purpose. He's chosen the time and history in which we live, and he wants to use us to make a difference for him. Let's pray together. Lord, we come to you as your people. We thank you that you have made us brand new people in Christ, that we are new creations in Christ, and you've made us new for a purpose. You've given us new life for a purpose. And we're here to make a difference. Lord, we want to be adaptable, teachable, flexible. Holy Spirit, we want to contain your new wine in our lives and dispense that to a thirsty world all around us. Thank you, Lord, that you have new things for us. And help us not to become so attached to old concepts or old methods that we miss the new thing that you want to do in and through our lives. We surrender our lives to you now 
And we ask, Lord, that you would use us for your purposes and for your glory. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. Thanks for watching. Please respond to this message by asking the Lord how he wants to change your life as a result of what you have heard. And if you have been blessed by this teaching, please consider supporting this ministry by making a donation on the giving page of leadinglightsnetwork.com.